This is day five together. We're looking together at 1 Corinthians 3 this week. And I'd like to begin today by reading the verses, verses 18 to 23 that we're going to be looking at. 1 Corinthians 3, 18 to 23. Do not deceive yourselves. If any one of you thinks he is wise by the standards of this age, he should become a fool so that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then, no more boasting about men. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours. And you are of Christ and Christ is of God. What do I do when I'm struggling in my faith? Or what do I do when I'm struggling with the fact that other people are struggling in their faith? The fifth thing that I do is I focus with a fresh perspective on Jesus. Instead of deceiving myself, I recognize the truth. I focus with a fresh perspective on Jesus. Don't deceive yourself, Paul says in these verses. First, notice that we deceive ourselves. It's easy to blame others and say, he deceived me, she deceived me, they led me down the wrong path. It's that false teacher. And there's no doubt that false teachers, false teachers will face judgment for what they've done. But Paul reminds us here that we deceive ourselves. There's a reason we listen to false teachers. They appeal to our pride. They make us feel smarter, smarter than other people. They appeal to our selfishness. They make us feel like we can have the things that we want selfishly and also serve God at the same time. So don't deceive yourself, Paul says. First, just notice and be honest. I can deceive myself. I gotta be honest about that in my own life. I can fool myself. So he says, don't deceive yourself by thinking that you're wiser than anybody else. The Corinthians were struggling with that. They were thinking they were smarter than anybody else, and because of that, they were deceiving themselves more than anybody else. And so he says these, these, these phrases that are hard for us to catch on to. If you think you're wise by the standards of this world, you should become a fool so that you can become wise. What's Paul talking about here? He's saying don't deceive yourself by thinking that you're wiser than others. And one of the keys to that is becoming a fool. Now, by becoming a fool here, he's not saying to think foolishly. He's saying to think like God because the world thinks that God's thinking is foolish. In the world's way of thinking, we get what we get because we got it. In God's way of thinking, he's given what he's given because he loves us. His love for you in Christ is entirely opposite to the worldly way of thinking, to the selfish way of thinking. If you're all caught up and I've got to get more in order to be ahead of the person that's next to me, that's, Paul says, that's the world's wisdom. And if you're wise by the standards of this world, you need to become a fool so you can become truly wise. There is a true wisdom on the other side of that foolishness. That foolishness that he's talking about is the cross. God himself in human flesh giving his life for us, not in order to get ahead, but giving himself so that you and I could have a life an abundant life and an eternal life. The wisdom of this world, the selfishness of this world is foolishness in God's sight. It's gonna catch us in the end, it's a trap in the end. So don't get caught up in that trap. Don't deceive yourself by thinking you're wiser than others. And Paul also says here, don't deceive yourself by boasting about men. And he talks about Paul and Apollos and Cephas. You remember, these were, these were the teachers that were in Corinth, Paul, the teacher, Apollos, that teacher partner that you can read about in the book of Acts of the Apostle Paul, Cephas, which is another name for Peter, another great teacher. 
these teachers that they began to follow, and they began to boast about these teachers to make themselves feel more important. How do we do that today? The whole celebrity culture is built around boasting about other people. I met them. I got their signature. I saw this on Facebook. They tweeted me. However you get it, I deceive myself by thinking I'm more important because I'm connected to this person that I think is more important than me. Paul says, you've entirely got it wrong. If you're trying to make yourself feel more important by connecting to somebody you think is more important than you, you don't understand God's work in your life. Don't deceive yourself, he says. He says, instead, recognize the truth, and this truth might shock you. He says, here's the truth. All things are yours. This idea of trying to make yourself feel more important, you're already more important than you could possibly imagine. All things are yours. He's already given you everything. When God gave you Jesus and you accepted that gift, he gave you everything in Jesus, all the gifts for all eternity. He made you a co-heir with his son for all eternity. And I know you don't see it all in your bank account yet. I understand that. But one day you will. One day you will. And Paul says all things are yours. And so spiritually, as you look at this world, he says, whether it's Paul or Apollos or Cephas, the world, life, death, things present, things to come, it's all yours already. Why are you trying to make yourself feel more important when you've already got an importance to God that's above your imagining? When you realize you have already been given all in Jesus, then you can stop reaching for more. And there is an incredible freedom in that. When you realize that you've already been given all in Christ, you can stop reaching for more, for that brass ring. If, uh, if you take a child and you take them into a candy store, let me give you a picture of this. And you say to them, here's a small bag. Get as much candy as you can, as fast as you can. And I'm gonna blow a whistle in a minute. And as much candy as you have in that bag, that's how much you're gonna have they're gonna start scrambling to get as much candy as they possibly can in the shortest amount of time. But what if instead you take the child into the store and say, you know what, I bought this store. In fact, it's gonna be our family store. We're gonna own it for the next 100 years. So anytime you want, you can come by and pick out any piece of candy that you want because it's our family store. Now that may not be like Daniel Plan kind of stuff, healthy stuff, I understand. I'm talking about candy here. So let let me be a different illustration. Let's say uh, you take a child or an adult into an apple orchard and you give them an apple sack and you can have as many apples until I blow the whistle. And then finally you buy the apple orchard and you say, it's all yours, you can have an apple anytime. Now all of a sudden, because it's all yours, whether the candy store or the apple orchard, the stress melts away because it's already been given to you. Why do you have to reach when it's already been given? All things are yours. And the story, as amazing as that is, the story doesn't even end there. All things are are yours. And then he goes on in verse 23 and says, and you are of Christ and Christ is in God. He's not just talking about things here. He's talking about our relationship with Jesus and our relationship with the Father that's gonna last forever. Now I have to admit to you, There's still some things that need to click in my mind to really get this. All things are mine, but it's starting to click. And as it begins to click, some of that security begins to click into space in my mind, in my life. I can live with less stress. I can live with more freedom. I can live with more security. And all of a sudden, how other Christians act isn't nearly so important because my security isn't in how they act. My security is in Jesus. My security is in what he's already given As we think about what do I do when I don't act Christian, what do I do when, especially when others around me don't act Christian, and it can tend to discourage me. 
We've talked about five specific things this week. One, realize that we can act like babies. And because of that, choose to walk in the Spirit. I can start acting like a baby in a second. I start crying about this, crying about, I don't know about you, so I need to walk in His Spirit every moment of the day. Get back to walking in His Spirit when I realize I've fallen into selfishness. Secondly, you remember to build His church. And so you choose to throw yourself into the fellowship of a growing church. Third, you look to the eternal reward, not the temporary ones, the eternal one. You build for that which will last. Number four, you find your security in Him, not in the things of this world, not in other believers and the way they treat you or didn't treat you. You find your security in Him. And number five, you focus with this fresh perspective on Jesus, that in Jesus, all things are yours. All things are yours. Let's pray together that that perspective would make its way in a new way into my life, your life today. Jesus, let that happen. I want to live with less stress, less reaching for the brass ring, less trying to fill the bag as quickly as I can. Help me to realize what you've already given in Christ, that all things are mine. I know in this world I'm going to face troubles, I'm going to face difficulties. It doesn't always work out like I wanted it to, but I know when I get to heaven, I'm going to understand more of what this verse means. But for right now, I'm going to choose to trust you. Instead of trusting myself and my sight and the way I see things, I'm going to trust you in what you tell me about things. And Lord, I want to live based on that trust. Help me to live that way today. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Next week, join us for 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Paul's going to answer the question in 1 Corinthians 4, how do you deal with the life-stealing attitudes of comparison and judgmentalism? Next week, 1 Corinthians 4. 